Hey folks, hey everybody, welcome back to the Friday show here on the Culture Jack podcast. My name is Dustin, and how are you doing? How was how your week? Was it a long week for you? Was it a, was it a tough week? Were there some trying times during the week? I, I'm, I'm glad to be talking to you here on Friday, because I'm glad it's, it's going to be the weekend. And in my imagined you... As I sit here and think about who you are listening to this podcast and thinking, man, you've just had a really rough week and now you're finally going to get an opportunity to kick it and relax. We've got a, a new episode of Boba Fett came out on Wednesday, a new episode of Peacemaker came out on Thursday. If you're not watching those two shows, I mean, why not? Boba Fett, for me, the book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus is not like the greatest offering that that service has the best episode was the Mandalorian episode or at least so far I, I haven't seen this week's episode so I'm I, I can't really say come out and say that you know hey th- this week's episode wasn't the greatest because I haven't seen it yet Peacemaker I also haven't seen for this week but I just started re-watching that one with my wife so I can be excused this episode is I, I I was gonna say it's sponsored by, but it's not sponsored by. It's dedicated to Willie. Willie, I heard that you uh, tune into our podcast every week, and I appreciate that so much. So this one is all for you, buddy. I don't know if you will appreciate the topic for today. So you clicked on the you clicked on the podcast. Hopefully, it's your cup of tea because it is your episode. This one is for you. the The thing I'm gonna talk about today is Super Bowl commercials. Not Super Bowl commercials, but specifically I'm going to talk about uh, Super Bowl movie trailers because that's what we're into here, right? We're into video games, we're into movies, we're into uh, comic books and things like that. So this is kind of up our alley. And I, I got to start by saying I'm not a fan of football. I'm not a fan of, I mean, the sport's cool enough, uh, but... I'm not a fan of like the NFL. I'm not a fan of all the teams. I never have been. And I I wasn't a fan before it became a political statement to not be a fan. Now, you know, if you if you you're not a fan, it's a political statement. If you are a fan, it's a political statement. I just have never liked football. I historically have watched one game of football a year. And that was the Super Bowl, and mostly because people made great snacks uh, to go along with the Super Bowl. So who's in the who's even in the Super Bowl this year? I guess I should probably find out before we go on. Oh, are you guys playing Wordle? Did you do the word for today already? It's Friday, so I'm recording this on the day that it released. I did get the word, and I got it in four four lines, which I know isn't impressive, but it's pretty standard for me. Um. And I'll tell you what a good combination is. A good combination for the word. This this is all over the place. I'm sorry. A good combination for me, for Wordle, I found a very high success rate with a one-two punch starting with plaid and then munch as my second word, regardless of how many letters I got correct. I don't know what it is about that combination, but uh, neither of the same letters appear in both of those words. And so... You can eliminate a high amount, uh, a high number of words quickly, and 
usually there is at least one or two of those letters is a yellow, if not a green. And of course, uh, two of the, <laughs> I don't, I guess I don't want to spoil the wordle. If you're doing wordle today, it's Friday, February, February 4th. So if you're, if you're doing the wordle today, don't listen to the next 30 seconds of this podcast. Okay. So <laughs> I usually start with plaid and munch, but I started a new strategy where I thought, well, I'll, you know, just to kind of give myself a, a unique challenge, I will start with the previous day's word and I will, I will work off of that. So I started with shard from yesterday and I worked my way down and I'll be damned the word was pleat. The The final word was pleat. However, I did not start with plaid. Had I started with plaid, I would have had two green, two greens and a yellow right off the bat. I'm kind of disappointing uh, with my new strategy of starting with the previous day's word, but I think that's fun. Also, uh, without, you know, just resorting uh, back to defaulting to uh, plaid and munch every day, Instead, I can, I can automatically know the word that I'm going to start with for the next day's challenge. Okay, welcome back to those of you that didn't want to get spoiled for Wordle. Uh, who, is in, who is in the Super Bowl of this year? So, oh, come on. It has to be decided already. When, uh, when where, and, and, and more. Uh, the Bengals, the Bengals get, uh, they're in the Super Bowl, it would appear. Where's the other guy? The Buccaneers? No, not the Buccaneers. The NFL. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, I, I told you, I'm not like, I'm not a super fan of the Super Bowl, but official tickets. Game day, who is playing COVID restrictions, taste of the NFL, party with purpose. I haven't even decided where I'm watching the Super Bowl yet. Probably at my parents' house. That's a good spot. Mom, if you're listening, we're coming over. Get the cheese the cheese and crackers ready. Uh, it's not this weekend, though. It's next weekend. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. I, what an engaging podcast this is. Uh, the Super Bowl is it the Rams as well? Rams safety Eric Weddle plans to uh, return to retirement after Super Bowl, so maybe the Rams and the Bengals. Who are you rooting for? The Bengals because it has more letters. Rams won't fit in a wordle. Bengal. I don't know if Bengal will will either. Well, that's a shame. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about movie trailers that have appeared during the Super Bowl because oftentimes during the Super Bowl is where we'll get these really big announcement and debut trailers. The thing is, I was looking up, I was I was compiling a list of Super Bowl movie trailers that have happened in the past to share with you. And wouldn't you know it, but around 1996 is where the, the search gets really difficult on the internet. And I was like, why is the search so difficult on the internet? Well, because there were not the uh, uh, screen, screen, what is it? Screen rush, screen junkies, 
screen crash, screen rant. There's not the screen rants and the cinema blends and the venture beats and the Forbes magazines that were doing articles online because online wasn't a huge presence. I'm sure I could go back and find print articles, but even then movie culture like we have today was not so prolific where you had every uh, Tom, Dick and Sally commentating on it. Like you do here, like you, like you have us, like you didn't have a culture Jack podcast back in 1995, 1996. So I did find a couple old, older, uh, Super Bowls to talk about the trailers. And I put my list in uh, reverse order because I am an idiot. So starting with last year in 2021, now 2021 was kind of a slow year for Super Bowl trailers. I mean, this is, well, at this point, halfway through the pandemic, I'd love to say it was halfway through the pandemic. That would mean that this is about the end of the pandemic now, but this could just be the first, you know, quarter of the pandemic. This could be the first 16th of the pandemic. Who knows if we've seen the worst yet? I'd like to think that it's the end of the pandemic. But 2021, uh, we'd been a year into the pandemic. So obviously movies and video games and all of these industries were having some some struggles in getting good quality uh, movies out and delaying movies that they wanted to do better in the box office that they were worried would not do as well because, you know, of the global pandemic. So last year, uh, the trailers that, that aired during the Super Bowl were Raya and the Last Dragon, which is a wonderful animated movie, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We got an extended sneak peek during that. I think we might have had trailers before it as well. Uh, F9, that's uh, one of the Fast and the Furious. It's just Fast and Furious. It's not Fast and the Furious. Um, that one, I think, had a trailer earlier as well. Yeah, so we're starting We're starting with last year. We're working our way backwards in time. We're going to go 10 years back in time. Old, the M. Night Shyamalan movie and Coming to America. That was the Eddie Murphy sequel. And I didn't see it. Anthony saw it. He said it was good. Clarice, I believe that's somewhere in the Hannibal universe. And then Bob Odenkirk's Nobody. So really not a huge list. If we go back one more year, now, this year, just to get your, your head in the right space, this is essentially pre-pandemic. Like, yeah, we heard about coronavirus. Yeah, there was rumblings in the news. Kobe Bryant had just passed. But th it wasn't like it didn't have a grip on all of us like it did later in the year. So in 2020, we got a trailer for Black Widow. Hilarious that we we were supposed to see it, I think, that month. Or maybe it was in May. It was that month, but then it was delayed to May. And then ultimately it was delayed and delayed again uh, on through to, I think it was June or July of last year when we finally saw Black Widow. Uh, we got a sneak peek at the beginning of 2020 for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, for WandaVision, and for Loki. So some of those first Marvel Disney Plus offerings, which, you know, would not manifest themselves until the next January with WandaVision. And then in 2020, we also got a, a F9 trailer. Uh, so it's funny. That's two years in a row. F9 was big at the Super Bowl. Top Gun Maverick, which is, that's funny because that one also had a trailer, I think, uh, two years, one year. Oh no. 
that had a trailer that's going to have another trailer this year. Oh, oh, at the end of this, we'll talk about the the expected or anticipated trailers that we're going to get in 2022. So 2020, uh, No Time to Die. <laughs> and that one was way delayed as well. A Quiet Place Part 2. That was a great movie. Invisible Man was fun. Mulan kind of let me down. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog, I've said it before, I'll say it again, was the last movie that I saw in theaters before the pandemic kicked off properly. Minions, Rise of Gru, which still is not out. And those were the 2020 uh, releases. Now to get your head even further back, 2019. This is when the Culture Jack podcast was only going on. It only been airing for a year. Uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to give you too much inside baseball on the kind of early numbers we were producing, but I think we had about a thousand listens in 2018 and 2019. And we have gone up like, I don't know, 4,000% since then. It has been not 4,000, probably 400%. No, I don't know how to do math in 2020. We got like 19,000 listens. And then the year after that, we doubled it again. So thank you. That's thanks to you guys. And if you want to help us even more, leave us a review, leave us a comment, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at culture, Jack, et cetera, et cetera. I got it in. I did it. See, I didn't forget. I'm basically a much smarter man than I was in yesterday's podcast. Uh, in 2019. Uh, and I like, I like saying these dates first to give you the listener an opportunity to to think about what movies were going on. Like, what was going on in 2019? What were the big movies that maybe had a presence during the Super Bowl? Alita Battle Angel? That was a great movie. The thing I liked most about Alita Battle Angel was the way that it, it's an anime adaptation. And anime adaptations, as we've seen in Death Note, as we've seen in Bleach, as we've seen in Full Metal Alchemist, Cowboy Bebop are very hard to do. It's very hard to transpose an anime character with their big head, their big hair and their big eyes onto a human facade. And the thing, especially about Alita Battle Angel is she had some big ass eyes in the manga and in the anime. And they translated it very well via special effects into that movie. And so it was a great, a great movie. I don't think it performed well enough to get a sequel. Unfortunately, it should have. Uh, go out and watch Alita Battle Angel and then write the studio. Lord knows I'm not going to. Then, in 2019, we had the trailer for Avengers Endgame. <sighs> Do you guys remember the hype for that movie? Do you remember? It was so good. Uh, Captain Marvel had a trailer. Fast and the Furious spinoff Hobbs and Shaw got a trailer in 2019. Scary Stories to, to Tell in the Dark. I believe that's the Guillermo del Toro uh, series on Netflix, which I still haven't seen. Toy Story 4, over it and done with it for years. Us, the Jordan Peele movie, and Wonder Park. Then in 2018, we had... Avengers Infinity War. I mean, I I liked Endgame more than Infinity War. 
but I do believe that the more popular movie, more people like Avengers Infinity War than they do Endgame. They just they I I don't know for whatever reason it feels like more of a complete story. It feels like uh, the tension is is greater. It doesn't feel so ham fisted in getting every single character and their mother onto a battlefield to fight one another. But I liked Endgame more. But the hype for Infinity War was pretty intense, and the avoidance of spoilers during that during that time trying to get away from your friends and your family from the internet from the facebook conversations and the twitter feeds that had spoilers for infinity war oof that was tough i already got i i think i got ruined a little bit for infinity war but i think mostly i did okay and went in went in pretty blind castle rock had a a, a trailer the Cloverfield Paradox had a trailer in 2018. Now, if you remember this trailer from the Super Bowl, and again, I don't know how much of you are steadfast watchers of the Super Bowl, but they do have some pretty good trailers on occasion. The Cloverfield Paradox was a good movie, and just like 10 Cloverfield Lane, it felt, though, like it was tacked on to the Cloverfield universe. The Cloverfield uh, movie that, of course, that found footage. The thing that was unique about the Cloverfield Paradox is that they shopped it out and they they couldn't get it in theaters or no one wanted to buy it. And so they announced it and released it during Super Bowl or right after the Super Bowl, I think it was. But it was the same, the same day right on a Netflix. It's available now. Go watch it which was cool because you don't oftentimes get that with a movie. Like we've had a few uh, things like that with games, like, you know, Bethesda announcing Fallout 4 during the summer and then releasing it during uh, during the winter. Did they announce it? They must have announced it. Announce and release during that E3 during that year. We've had Apex Legends that was announced, I think, two days before it was dropped and it's doing incredibly well. It's going gangbusters and sales and, and, and DLC content and skins and whatnot. The new season is coming out too, which has a nine V nine mode. I talk about that on the news desk. I must've talked about that on the news desk. I'm so excited for that mode, by the way, I'm sorry. Did you expect to come here to this podcast, to my space, to my Friday show where I have free reign over the microphone and the content that's produced on this very day and expect me to, to, to string together a tangible, coherent sentence? Well, boy, were you a fool. Boy, have you made a mistake. But boy, have you come to the right place. <laughs> this is where I do it. Okay, what was I talking about? Movie trailers in 2018. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Mission Impossible Fallout, A Quiet Place, that was the first one. Oh, God, that movie was so good. And there was the movie that tried to copy it with the other sensory deprivation, Bird Box, on Netflix with Sandra Bullock. That one was really good as well. Red Sparrow with Jennifer Lawrence, where she's like a spy, I guess. I saw this trailer, and I remember thinking, oh, my God, that looks awesome. And I never saw the movie. And I, I really want to. I, I, I guess I better check that out. I mean, I have a list now. I have a list that I made that I can reference and go back to. Skyscraper with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, shit. Solo, a Star Wars story, uh, had a trailer in 2018. Do you, you guys remember when Solo, a Star Wars uh, story, did not do so good? 
And everyone was saying, oh, this is the end of Star Wars material. Oh, this is the end. They're not going to make us a Boba Fett show. They're not going to make us an Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And now all that stuff is back on the table. And we've got uh, the highly successful Mandalorian. The Book of Boba Fett, Love It or Hate It, is doing pretty well on Disney Plus as well. So all of those fears were overrated. Yeah, we haven't seen a spinoff movie since... Uh, Solo, A Star Wars Story, but we've seen a few shows anyway. Uh, 2017, Transformers, The Last Night. Remember when those movies were big? Haven't had one of those in a few years. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, The Fate of the Furious, Ghost in the Shell, which I still have not seen. I just It was panned so terribly, or so widely, I guess. Uh, just like Fantastic Four, the 2015 version, I... I haven't seen it yet. And I'm a huge Ghost in the Shell fan. If you have not seen Ghost in the Shell, the anime, you're absolutely missing out. It's so wonderful. Uh, Logan, uh, an X-Men movie I haven't seen. <laughs> Are you even a comic book fan, Dustin? Yes, I am. I am a comic book fan. But I didn't jump into the hype. One, because the Fox-produced X-Men movies were not good. I mean, the first couple were, were fine because we didn't have another superhero movie to, to judge it by. We didn't have a good metric out there. But Brian Singer took that universe, grabbed it by the butthole, and just ripped it wide open. Like, a, he did a terrible job. It was a massacre. It wasn't right. And the, the, the thing I dislike about it the most... I'm sorry I'm getting excited here, but I, I've got some really, really big problems with these old X-Men movies. Not the old ones, but the newish ones, I guess. Is they didn't embrace the material. The Avengers movies, the, the Disney Marvel shows, really embrace the material. They embrace those fantastic elements that make the comic books great, that make them feel out of this world that make them feel supernatural that make them feel like they're not just people wearing tactical suits having arguments because that's what that's what those x-men movies turned into yeah there was some powers and stuff but never never used to the full effect and wolverine never even put on his yellow costume so if we do get a Hugh jackman wolverine appearance in doctor strange in the multiverse of, of madness god damn it he better be wearing a yellow costume he better be. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? I'm very excited for that. That That's coming out in a couple months now. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, Life, John Wick, Chapter 2, and not a movie, but The Handmaid's Tale, uh, 2017. It feels like Handmaid's Tale is older than that. Then we've got, in 2016, Eddie the Eagle, Gods of Egypt, Alice Through the Looking Glass, can you imagine being in a time, 2016 specifically, and watching a Super Bowl where Alice through the looking glass was one of the Super Bowl commercials? I can't imagine that time. But we lived through it. We all lived through it. We were all there for Alice through the looking glass. Captain America Civil War. This, this was hype for a Marvel movie before we knew what hype for a Marvel movie was. And what I, what I mean by that is it was being called the Avengers 2.5. We'd just gotten Age of Ultron. 
which I didn't put on my list, but I know that showed up during a uh, during a Super Bowl, or at least a trailer did that that debuted Vision because we hadn't seen Vision yet, and we saw maybe just like an eyeball of his or something. Anyway, Captain America: Civil War. We didn't know what hype was like. This one was supposed to have uh, Black Panther in it. Uh, we then we got surprised. Oh, was this the year we got surprised with the Sony Marvel deal? I think it was. And we got Spider-Man was going to be in it. And there was going to be this big battle. And it was going to be great. We didn't know what hype was until Infinity War. We didn't know what hype was until Avengers Endgame. And we certainly didn't know what hype was until Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, oh. you know, I don't miss not having seen those movies. But I do miss uh, not being able to see those movies again for the first time, being so wrapped up in internet culture with everybody just foaming at the mouth to get in to see these movies. Deadpool had a trailer. 10 Cloverfield Lane, like we talked about the other Cloverfield one. This was the one with John Goodman. And he had uh, some college kids captured or something but there were aliens outside but he said there was a deadly gas and then he melted one of them in a in a pot in a pot in a barrel <laughs> uh it was a that was a really good movie though i really liked that one the jungle book which i still haven't seen the jason bourne movie teenage mutant ninja turtles i don't care what you have to say about the michael bay incarnations of the turtles i really liked them and I liked them a lot in the second one, especially when they, they brought in Bebop and Rocksteady and they brought in Krang. They were really good. Yeah, they looked like mutants and they were going to be from outer space. But all the complaining got us was a half ass shredder in the first one and a backstory with the turtles being born from the, the charity of April O'Neil. No, stop it. April O'Neil was the object of their affection, of their combined turtle amphibian affection, which is weird to say out loud. Independence Day Resurgence got a trail in 2016. So did X-Men Apocalypse, which was bad. That was a bad movie. Secret Life of Pets did as well. Back in 2015, oh my gosh, this is taking me too long. I'm going to have to rattle... Would you like me to go very quickly in 2015 or in 2014? I'll give you a minute to decide. I'll let you choose. You tell me. 2015? Okay, here we go. We're going to gonna speed round 2015. Here it goes. 50 Shades of Grey. Ted 2. Oh, you remember Ted 2? Where's Ted 3 coming out? Those movies were very funny. Hey, stop it. It's a speed round. Inside Out. Pitch Perfect 2. Furious 7. Jurassic World. Tomorrowland. Minions. Is that Minions Rise of Gru? No, that must just be the regular Minions. Seventh Son, SpongeBob, Sponge Out of Water, Terminator Genesis, Hot Tub Time Machine 2, Kingsman, The Secret Service, and Unfinished Business, which I don't know if I'd ever even heard of, but it was a movie with Vince Vaughn, Nick Frost, and Dave Franco. That was 2015. Now, you'll have to excuse me because you gave me permission to kind of take my time in 2014 to kind of go through this list and... And taste it like a fine wine at dinner. Really savor. Savor the feeling. Savor the flavor. In 2014, Transformers Age of Extinction. The Monuments Men. RoboCop. 
I like this remake of RoboCop. I thought it was really good. I also really liked the remake of Judge Dredd. Dredd, that was really good. Pompeii, Draft Day. I don't know if Draft Day is like a sports game or a sports movie or a police movie or a military movie. I'm going to say it is a it is a, a crime procedural drama and it has Denzel Washington in it. That's what I'm going to say without looking it up, without thinking about it. Now I want to look it up on the podcast, but I already took enough time doing on air research for you to find out who was in the Super Bowl. And we're still saying it's Bengals and the Rams. You got a team? You got a dog in the fight? If not, who were you rooting for <laughs> that didn't make it out? Oh, I made such a boneheaded move. Like I had our fantasy league cinched. Like it was mine for the taking. The winnings were going to be mine. But I switched out Alvin Kamara, who didn't get a lot of points, but he got more points than the two points that the guy that I put in for him. Ah, crumbs. Oh, well. Three Days to Kill was another movie. Noah, a little biblical movie there, perhaps. Captain America, The Winter Soldier, which I maintain is a better movie than Captain America Civil War. Just That's just my two cents. It was very, very enjoyable. And The Amazing Spider-Man 2. All right, we're almost done. I'm only going back 10 years. So in 2013, Fast and the Furious 6, Iron Man 3, Lone Ranger, Oz the Great and Powerful. God, all of these movies just getting swept under the rug of time. And it's funny to go through this list to go go back and reminisce about these movies because it shows it shows the trend that we go through as a, as a people what was popular what was really uh what was really popping what was what was in the zeitgeist at that moment during the super bowl 21 and over for some reason i feel like that's got jonah hill and channing tatum no that was 21 jump street but is that part of the same franchise maybe maybe not snitch star trek into darkness and world war z Okay, and then in 2012, 2013 was the year my daughter was born. 2012 is when my son was born. So my son was born, and then the Super Bowl happened, and he got to witness these trailers. Though I I think he'd be hard-pressed to remember them now. Act of Valor, The Lorax got a trailer. I don't know when that movie came out, but if you think Encanto, and we don't talk about Bruno is a big song now, well, let me tell you about the Lorax. Um, <laughs> what was his song? God, I don't even remember now. I'm I'm bad as um I don't know. He was a bad guy. The the Wansler. God, that was a <laughs> Ed Helms as the Wansler was simply simply amazing. If you haven't watched the Lorax song, oh by the way, Encanto. Um. What is that that song? Encanto, we don't talk about Bruno. If you haven't seen it, it's a I've really warmed up to this movie since my, I first talked about it, but it's a it's a good movie and the songs are so catchy. And you cannot go anywhere on TikTok or on YouTube without running into either a parody of We Don't Talk About Bruno or someone just lip-syncing the song lip-syncing the song themselves. But it's it has hit the Number one on the top 100 billboard chart 
And the only other Disney movie song to do that was uh, Aladdin, like back in the 90s. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, Aladdin was, what was the song that they did? It was uh, I Can Show You a World or A Whole New World. That's that's the one. So it's it's up there with that one. For what it's worth, I don't even know if you were interested in that fact. You probably just want me to get through these last few trailers. So John Carter had a, co- a commercial, a trailer. Battleship. Oh, that was a terrible movie. John Carter was really good, though. I like that one. The Dictator. G.I. Joe Retaliation. The first Avengers film. And uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. And then finally... Frank and Weenie. So those are the movie trailers out of the Super Bowl for the last 10 years. We are expecting some good Super Bowl uh, trailers this year. I got this one from Uproxx. And the ones that they are expecting to show up in 2022 is most likely we'll get a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness trailer. Because we did get that one trailer as a... um, as a end credit scene on Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, which is a great trailer. If you haven't watched it, check it out. It'll get you really hyped for Doctor Strange. But we should be seeing more of it because I believe it's coming out in May. And then we're getting another trailer, maybe. Uh, again, this is all we might. We might uh, for Lightyear. And Lightyear is the Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story movie about the real-life inspiration for Buzz Lightyear. Uh, a, a guy named Lightyear, I guess, who goes into space to explore the great beyond. The thing is, the Lightyear movie appears to be in a far future place, in a far future state, whereas the Toy Story movies appear to be in a modern, a modern setting. Or, I mean, when Toy Story one uh, showed up on the scene, a, a early, earlier late '90s setting. Right. That was when Toy Story was. So why would a toy based on a real life hero from the far, far future be in the modern day setting? Unless suburbia has not really developed into a far, far future setting. And in fact, the Toy Story story from the 90s was in fact based in, you know, 2090 or 3028 or or whenever this future state is, which makes you think that maybe Andy and his family did not have so very much. They did not get to enjoy the modern luxuries of a future state. Or maybe that's why Lightyear was leaving that planet because uh, the planet was quickly becoming the dystopian nightmare that we all all fear <laughs> is going on right now. Uh, so, yeah. What was I talking about? Where am I? Lightyear. Yeah. That looks like a good movie, regardless. Uh, We might get some more Moon Knight footage, which would be great. Uh, The Atom Project, I believe that's the Ryan Reynolds one. And I think that's the Ryan Reynolds one where he goes back in time. And he works with his father, who is played by Mark Ruffalo? Maybe? The Lost City, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. We might get some, some more footage from that. Although I think... The first trailer that they did was was plenty good. I'm ready to see that movie. I'm stoked and primed to do it. Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, the final in the Jurassic World 
Jurassic Park reboot, Chris Pratt-led series of movies, which I haven't seen yet, but uh, by all all means, they, they should be pretty good. Uh, Minions, Rise of Gru, which is funny because, hold on, we got uh, the first trailer for that back in 2020, so I don't know if that was a delay or or if this is just getting closer to when it was supposed to come out. Uh, nope, which is another one by Jordan Peele. Morbius, we might get some more footage from that. Dog, I believe that's a Channing Tatum one. Top Gun Maverick. And when, when was the last time we saw a Top Gun? In 2020 as well. So that one is a long beleaguered, long delayed movie also. And then Turning Red uh, is uh, an animated movie that is going straight to Disney+. Plus. So that's... Uh, that's a that's a trend. <laughs> like, are we getting all of these all of these Disney Plus movies now, or all of these Disney animated movies just going to Disney Plus? I mean, that's it. What the heck, man? So anyway, uh, turning red, and then ambulance is the last one that we're expecting, or at least that Uprox is expecting. And I was I was thinking about these trailers, and I was thinking about the ones that we've gotten over the last 10 years. I was thinking about the ones that we're supposed to get this year. I was like, what were the movie trailers like back in the day? But I don't know if there were many. And God damn, if I went on the Google machine and couldn't find, like I, I was having a very hard time finding um movie trailers from beyond, you know, 1996, 1995. And then again, I remembered the internet wasn't prolific. There was not Uproxx. There was not Forbes.com. There was not comicbookmovie.com releasing exhaustive lists of the movie trailers that aired during the Super Bowl. Uh, some that I did get from a list from Forbes.com, though, from the past. In 2009, we had a trailer for Fast and the Furious. So that is a franchise that has been going on for 13 years. Wow. 2005, Batman Begins, which was the start of the most, most lauded and praised Batman trilogy, I'd say of all time. Though this Matt Reeves one, like Anthony's been talking this up a bunch on his podcast, this Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson one is shaping up to be something very special. And I hope they expand it out into a trilogy if it is indeed that good. Then in 1999, we had a trailer for Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. <laughs> a movie by all rights that would not be produced today. At least not in the same way that that Austin Powers movie was produced. Or maybe it would. I don't know. I'd have to watch it again. The Austin Powers movies were some of my favorite movies as a teenager. In 1996, uh, we had a trailer for Independence Day, the first Independence Day with Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum. Oh my gosh, what a what a movie that was. Again, a lot of these older movies, a lot of these movies from the 90s that I do have very fond memories of are movies that don't hold up and not just because of their dated references and their, and their strange clothing styles and hairstyles and uh, pop culture references and all, all of that. Not just because of, you know, some of the things that they say, you might go, Ooh, I don't know if you can say that out loud, but the, the pacing, the way that these movies are shot, the ways that the camera lingers on a scene or on a face or on a line of dialogue 
it just, it doesn't, I don't know. I feel like all of our brains have been rewired to be much faster paced than some of these old movies allow our viewership. Case in point, I tried to have my son sit through Jurassic Park. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. Not because it was too scary. Not because it was too frightening. I, as a child, had to be removed from the theater because I was too scared when that T-Rex ate that goat. My son was not scared. So, I mean, that could be a whole other conversation about desensitization in and of itself. He left. He stopped watching the movie because he was bored. <laughs> and I think I was too. I tried rewatching Lord of the Rings. That movie is boring and slow. And I know I'll upset people that listen to Lord of the Rings or watch Lord of the Rings or read the books. However, you consume your Lord of the Rings. I hope you only consume your Lord of the Rings media through the Culture Jack podcast. If so, you probably are starving. Anyway, I don't know if, uh, what was I even saying? What was I talking about? Good Lord. I don't know. Those are Super Bowl trailers that have happened over the course of the last 10 years. The ones that we're hoping to get and some cool ones from maybe a little bit past that. And that's the episode. That's all I wanted to talk about today. As I was looking at these Super Bowl movie trailers, I saw a bunch of halftime shows. And so since we still have another week until the Super Bowl, let me know if you like this episode. We'll talk about halftime shows next week. Though halftime shows, you have to be a little bit more musically inclined than I think that I am. I don't have like, you know, the the, the bands that I like never showed up during the halftime Super Bowl show. Like Real Big Fish, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, not really there. Rancid, probably not. Dropkick Murphys, I haven't seen them in a Super Bowl. So, like, my bands that I enjoy don't really show up. So, yeah, they're, they're good. They're brightly colored and whatnot. But they're also a good time to go get a snack. Anyway, that's the Friday show, I think, guys. If you have not already tuned me out, just bear with me for a minute more while I do my... Do my begging and my pleading. Will you please leave us a review? Like five stars would be great. If there's a, a website or an aggregator out there that has Culture Jack the podcast on it that would allow you to leave 10 stars, 10 thumbs up, 10 smiley faces, please go to there and leave that instead. Leave us a nice review. Say something nice about my hair. Don't have much of it. I have a nice beard though. Uh, you can also follow the podcast. That'd be a great help to us at culture jacked on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now I know I've said it before. Maybe I haven't said it specifically enough because not enough of you have gone over to beams and followed me there yet, but I do, uh, partake in a little bit of beams action. There's an app called beams where you can record a micro podcast, a mini podcast with someone. We could talk about whatever you want. I'll re respond to you and we'll have a good conversation about a thing. And then if the beams is hot enough, it, if it is good enough, I will translate it over to one of these episodes on a regular podcasting platform. And then all of a sudden with only work that you've done through the microphone on your telephone, on your cellular telephone, you will have, uh, have broadcast your voice across Spotify and Apple podcasts and SoundCloud and, and, and audible and Amazon music all over the internet. Boy, that'd be cool. 
You can also send us an email if you've got something important to tell us at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. And if this show is over and you are sad, do not be sad. You have the show from yesterday. You have a show tomorrow. Anthony's talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. And believe me, as a guy who gets to listen to these podcasts early, it's one you're not going to want to miss. So check that out. Then on Sunday, he's got the Weekend Wire. On Monday, he's got Monday Madness. So if you like the show and are sad that it's over, don't be because there's more. And if you didn't like the show because it wasn't your cup of tea, don't worry. We have other shows on the podcast as well. <sighs> Sometimes I, I really just struggle ending this podcast. And I think part of the reason is today I talked about... I talked about blowing snow and, and doing some snow removal the other day, but now I've got laundry to do. And if I sit here in front of this microphone and I delay and I procrastinate and I hem and I haw, then I don't have to do laundry. But I better go do laundry. So with all of that, uh, all of that being said, I hope you had a wonderful week. And I hope your weekend is even better. Cheers. <laughs>